Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there way out there turning the unknown into cures culture and connections with each step forward so pack a bag a notebook and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further uc san diego learn more at ucsd.edu with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to mexico and the caribbean booking your getaway with cheap caribbean vacations means you have more freedom whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, wrestling fans in the Philadelphia area or traveling to Philly for the upcoming WWE SmackDown and AEW shows. There's no better place to pre- and post-game than the Red Lantern in Fullcroft, PA. Just 5 to 10 minutes from South Philly, it's the place to be with fun bartenders, great clientele, and a relaxed atmosphere with nearly any domestic or imported beer you can want and a huge selection of liquor. So stop by, grab a beer, play some songs on the jukebox, hustle your friend on the dartboard, and if being inside isn't your game, enjoy the air on the deck. So if you're in the area or visiting for a show, hit up the Red Lantern in Polkroft, PA, and tell them Isaac Pierce sent you. Plus, stop by and check out live pro wrestling on Saturday, September 26th, right in the parking lot, featuring Gangrel, Black G's, Shockwave the Robot, and more. Support local wrestling, support the Red Lantern, and support Eyes Up Pierce. Um, 
she was telling me that she was such a big fan of mine and it was an honor to meet me and all this stuff and I was just like oh please stop and um we talked and we we were friendly and um I posted that picture on Twitter because it's the first picture taken of her and I together and uh I think when we did the um, TNA, first pay-per-view for TNA, maybe a year after or something like that, um, that's when we really bonded and got closer. And we started talking and we started uh, appearing on shows together. We did a lot of stuff for uh, WEW the women's extreme wrestling promotion uh, and the girls were like sisters and we we all hung out together but it was Shannon and I that really really bonded and clicked and um, we became really really close just best friends over the years. I've been through so much with her. She was in my wedding as a bridesmaid. She's She's been to my house. She knows my mom, my husband, my children. Shannon was bipolar and she was manic. She suffered from depression and she would have these bouts where she would either be doing really, really well or she would take a sudden turn and she would just crash and she was medicated but sometimes the meds just didn't work. Um, she had a rocky relationship with her family at times. Uh, and she cried a lot. We would be on the phone for hours at a time. I would just listen to her cry. But I always tried to be there for her. I always tried to pick up when she called. And if I was doing something, I would text her or pick up and say, I'll call you right back. Just sit tight and hold on. <laughs> but I always was able to talk her down from the ledge. By the end of our conversations, she was usually a little more calm. I wasn't as scared after I would speak to her because she would promise me 
promised me that she wouldn't hurt herself. And if she was thinking those thoughts that she would get help. And many times she had checked herself into the hospital. Because she knew that she needed help. up and she has been down and recently she tried going back to school and then she decided that she was going to get a job and she met a lovely elderly couple and the man was sick and needed care because the wife still worked so Shannon became a caregiver and she worked I think I think it was 10 to 2 every day. And if they needed her extra or overtime or whatever, she would stay. And she would take the gentleman to his appointments. And she would help around the house and give him his meds and all that kind of stuff. And she was growing to love the couple. And she told me she enjoyed spending time with him. Shannon didn't have anyone there. She had many friends, but not many close by. And she always had a sense of loneliness. She, I remember she was at my house. Um, I think one of these, I, I think it was the last time that we did WrestleCon maybe 2019 New York, I think it was. And we were sitting on the couch. We were watching TV or something. We were just hanging out together. And she started to cry. And I said, I said, Shannon, why are you crying? And she said, because I want what you have. She said, I know I can't have children, but I long to have a husband. I, I want to have a nice house. I just, I want to be with somebody and I don't want to feel lonely anymore. And I grabbed her hand and I said, you'll get it. Don't worry. It'll come when you least expect it. I hugged her and I let her cry it out. She always told me that she was lonely. And she always said that talking to me made her happy. I gave her some peace. conversation and she was talking about the couple that she worked for and how they were planning to move and I said well do you think 
they would want you to be a living caregiver for them. And she said, yes, they had mentioned it. And she said, but I don't know. They're moving out to the boondocks and I, 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 I wouldn't have anyone there. And I said, Shannon, you tell me you don't have anyone now. I said, if you move, you have stability, you have a place to live, you have food on the table. I said, you can save your money and then you can get your own apartment. And I said, for the time being, I think it's a perfect plan. And I know that you're scared, but I think it's the way to go. I said, there's nothing keeping you where you are. And at the time she was living with a roommate, but they were clashing and she didn't want to stay there anymore. And she agreed with me. And she said she was going to do it. And I feel comfort in that because that conversation, it was a good one. And we hung up the phone happy. And I was optimistic for her future. And then two weeks went by and I didn't hear anything from her. And usually when I don't hear from her is when she's having episodes. And I, uh, I reached out and I called her. And she wrote me back and she said, things are yucky here. Uh, I'm not doing well. And over the course of the years, when she would tell me that, that meant she wanted some space and she needed to clear her head. And she would call me when she's ready to talk. And I understand that and I respected it. And I always gave her her space. So I told her, when you're ready to talk, call me. Another two weeks went by and I hadn't heard from her. message on Thursday at 3.46. I said, I just want you to know I'm thinking of you and I hope you're okay. XOXO. And she never wrote me back. That evening, I was sitting watching TV with my children. I got a text message that said, Shannon's on IG live and she's threatening to kill herself. <laughs> and I started shaking and I went over to IG and I tapped the button and I wish I never did. Because that is not the last. <laughs> that is not the last vision that I wanted to see of her. The images are haunting. She sat there, empty and lonely and lost. And it looked like a cry for help. 
And I frantically kept calling her. And she wouldn't answer her phone. We were all calling her. And we were all in the chat. We were telling her, Shannon, answer your phone. <laughs> we're trying to help you. We love you. Please listen to us. And she just ignored it. She ignored it. And she kept going like this and looking at the chat. And she kept saying, she kept saying, y'all are so nice, you're being so nice. We were all in there telling her, we love you, Shannon, please answer your phone. And it was like she saw, but she didn't want to react to it. When she would do her YouTube videos, she would get maybe not even 20 people live in a room. And this night, she had over 1,300 people watching her say that she wanted to kill herself. She was reading a note. It was like her last will and testament, she said. And she was saying how she wanted to donate her brain to Boston for CTE. And I started typing in caps because I thought maybe she would see it. I was frantic. I was shaking. And I couldn't help her. None of us could help her. And the feed kept cutting out, and she kept coming back. And then it cut out for good. And so, I didn't know what to do. And at that point, I got a text message. And it said that she had a gun. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it in the video. And I said, what are you talking about? They sent me a screenshot. And she was holding a pistol. And everybody, everybody saw it. I started to freak out because years ago she had taken a gun and she was going to kill herself. And she was looking up nooses, something about nooses or where to buy a noose or something. Her boyfriend at the time told me that he saw her, her recent history on the computer or her phone or something. 
I caught her before she did it then. But I didn't catch it this time. She completely shot me out. I didn't know she had moved. She didn't tell me. Others knew. I didn't know. That hurt me. I was mad. I was mad at her for not telling me what was going on. But I, I went over to Messenger and I checked. And it said she was active and that gave me a little bit of peace. Because I thought maybe somebody got a hold of her. And they're talking. So I think I sent her. The last text message I sent her was at on Thursday at 8.18. And I said, Shannon, I watched you last night and you broke my heart. I called you several times. Please just text me and let me know you are okay. I love you. And at that point, I didn't hear anything yet. And it said on Messenger that she was active, I don't know, 44 minutes ago or two hours ago, something like that. People were saying that she was drinking. So I thought maybe she slept it off and was just on and off the Messenger talking to people. But then I got a message from Lexi Fife was a good friend of hers as well. And when we were in the chat on Instagram, people were sending the police over. But no one could find her because she had just moved. And by the time they got hold of her parents, they couldn't get in. And then they did get in, but it was too late. She had already shot herself. And Lexi told me she was gone. And I just completely broke down. <laughs> and my daughter ran to the room. Because she heard me crying. She asked me what was wrong. I told her. And she's 12. She hugged me. She cried. And she said, it's going to be okay, Mom. It's going to be okay. that I didn't get to talk to her and take her down off the ledge this time. She always, always called me. Always called me.
I was telling my husband that somebody told me that she said she was trying to distance herself from her animals so that it would be easier to leave them. And my husband turned around and said, that's why she distanced herself from you. single time 
always be proud of her. I'll always remember her. And I will always cherish the bond that her and I had. I love you, Shannon. I love you. I love you. I know you're watching over me and my family. Until we meet again, sweetheart. I love you, Chicky. But I have fond memories of that place. And as you should now, I've only I was only there once before construction. So, and I wasn't in the backstage area, so I was just in the uh, the hotbed that it was. But okay, I digress. All right, our guest is on the line. So, just a grand introduction. I will hit the okay. button in a minute. So, this I'm wearing her shirt. Everybody, go. We'll plug it later. But this is her mental health shirt. She is one of my best friends in the whole world. A lovely person inside and out. This is Daphne. Hi. Hey, right. Yeah. Hi, baby. Hi. Hi How are you? I'm, okay. I'm so sorry for the delay. Um, I had to reboot my modem. Um, <laughs> I switched from a 2009 MacBook Pro to a MacBook Air and then an Android to an iPhone. Right. Then a, a day. And I just was like, ah, I'm late. I'm late. So I've been trying. I, mean, I did my makeup for you. I'm going to make makeup on a year. One year. So <laughs> yes. I washed yes. my hair. She Every washed year. her hair. If I had a Franny t-shirt, I'd wear it. Well, I, I just that. plugged your shirt that we'll plug later, but I have it on. Um, did you wash your Did you wash your cooch? <laughs> are, are you very clean for this appearance? Yeah, but I did this forever yeah. ago. I, I, I washed everything. I shaved everything. my legs and, and everything. Yeah, I thought you were going to say I saved my cooch. <laughs> uh, well, if I had a boyfriend, maybe. Oh, yeah. so you're single. I might have to nap out of this one early here, folks. I, don't, <laughs> I got no input. <laughs> now, her and I together are trouble. So um, we were talking. You're yes. that influence. Me? Hell no. I am not. Oh, no. Hells no. I'm like, Freddie, no, I really don't want to go out drinking anymore. Come on now. No more shots. No more shots. No. No, When, did, when did that happen? She's such a friend of mine. <laughs> who, who face planted at my house on New Year's Eve? I don't remember face planting. You, in my sunroom, you were doing a little dance and you fell completely flat on your face after. Okay, so does this not show the extent that I love her, that I would make (laughs) such an idiot out of myself, that I would hurt myself so she would laugh? Right. It was done on purpose. Let's tell fun stories. Let's talk about, let's talk about WEW. For, (laughs) so for those who aren't familiar, (laughs) which I'm sure a lot of people are not familiar, uh, WEW was women's erotic wrestling or women's extreme wrestling it depended on what time of the day it was uh, it had a couple names or to what it. they said wait can i put on my star wars cup sure uh, it's it's a caffeinated green tea because i'm oof, tired are you, feeling, we go. are you feeling better Did you uh, some- and that was the whole thing is i needed some more caffeine because my head mm-hmm. so but it's okay honey because i it feels better than yesterday good so good, yeah good. They, they told me in the beginning, it was Women's Exotic, 
but right. then it was Women's Extreme, and then. So your first your first oh. night in, they want you to do a dildo on a pole match, right? Was that what they pitched to you? And you were yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, and none of y'all were there. None, no. This was early on before it was really um, anything, and um, not anything, but um, before they do, were doing pay per views. Excuse me, yeah. I didn't mean to um, sound disrespectful. Um, and they told me, you know, da, 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 and I had been training at Dusty Road School. You know, I'd been. You That's know, where we met. And so I'm always all well. Yeah, um, we met for t- we went turnbuckle championship wrestling. But I had trained there for like eight, almost 10 months before I even had a match. So like after that, like I had kind of like learned how to wrestle. So I was expecting to wrestle on this show. And I go in and I look at the card and I'm like, women's exotic wrestling. What's all this? Hmm. So I go back in the locker room and there's chicks that were not looking like wrestles, you know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't, they weren't. So I just go and I'm like, called a cab, went back to my room and I'm like, and they were calling me like, you're no showing. Da, 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 da. I said, um, that's not what you told me it was. And, you know, I was willing to, you know, wrestle my heart out for you, but I'm not going to be a part of that. Flash forward years later. We love whenever it. It's- <laughs> But the thing is, the difference was is how they separated the two. Well, let me it's explain to the chicks. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Frank. Yeah, let ahead. me just explain to the to the viewers. So, for those of you who don't know, this was a company that was mainly on pay per view. I think we were on maybe once a month. Um, no, we were on the other day because I took a. Uh, no, no, no. When when they when they aired us, we were on pay per view once a month. Yeah. But right. we were on the other day, and I took I. It's still on to this day. Right? Is it really? Oh, I'm sorry. You said okay. I understand now. My yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm, you so, know, that's sorry. okay. So 20 years ago, we're on mm-hmm. once a month on pay per view. Right. The only way we could get a pay per view deal mm-hmm. is to add porn to it. <laughs> it's soft core porn. This is a sh- this is a shoot. Yes, yeah, soft core. Um, mostly girl on girl. So there was a divide. There was the wrestling chicks on this side, and then there were the porno girls on this side. And <laughs> you would see us, and sometimes they crossed over and they would have to work with us, and they had no idea what they were doing, obviously, mm-hmm. which made it all the more better because mayhem ensued. Um, but, you know, uh, they tried... <laughs> Some of the guys tried to get the wrestling girls over to the porn side and we would be like, hell no, get the hell out of here. You know, we didn't even want to work with them half the time, let alone do scenes with them. So you would see like, let's just say me and me and Daphne are in a match and we wrestle. Daphne wins her hands up, cut to two girls under a waterfall making out. That's (laughs) what this pay-per-view was about. And that's the only way we can get on pay-per-view was to add pornography to it. So... We incorporated, like, who I loved, Nurse T. She was the nicest girl. She was so great. She would come out in this little, she was like a, was she like a rat? No, she wasn't a rat. She was just a dancer. No, no she, 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 well, she was uh, so many of them, so many of them. And I, and there was one girl that I didn't quite remember her name, which I, you know, um, but remember 
some of the live shows because they would do the softcore porn tapings off site. Yeah. And then <laughs> cut to ECW Arena blindfold match with Daphne and Killer Ty Weed with Stevie Wonderful, the blind ref. Blind and referee. Bullshit. Chad, blind referee. Yes, I, no, I, I remember, I remember. Yes. So <laughs> ridiculousness, but then, but then when they were doing the wrestling taping, because there was no cut to softcore porn, they had a stripper pole out there. Yes. And some these girls. They were amazing. And they, we were like, were you, you guys are so awesome. Come hang out with us. <laughs> it was just, we didn't really want to wrestle with them because we didn't want to hurt them. We didn't want them to hurt us. But a lot of them were really nice. They just didn't quite get what we did. You right. know, like, and how we took it seriously and how we weren't just like, hey, what's nothing wrong with that. Um, right. Uh, you know we I mean? did We did a, a segment. One of the segments was we did a, American Idol. And so I, I'm a judge. I was like the Simon Cowell. Because I was commissioner of the company, right? So I was like the boss, and I called the shots. We have to talk about SoCal Val first. <laughs> what about SoCal Val? Well, she was part of the. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Wait, she was a judge. I was a judge. No, she was the angel. Remember? No, she. she it, when we did American Idol, is when you were the commissioner. I thought Becky was the angel. Becky How was dare, dressed I, as no, an no, angel. No, 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 hold on. How dare you say that name in front of me? It's not real. Becky Bayless. You Becky, said Becky Bayless. No, I said Becky. I didn't say Becky Bayless. Becky Seven. Her her gimmick name was Seven. She was from Florida. She was a pretty blonde. She was dressed uh, as an angel. No, I'm so sorry. I thought you said Becky Bayless. No. no it was so Cal She okay. was the angel. We got to look up these her. matches. I, I remember. No, and I'm was, saying for our Patreon. We got to yeah, show no, some I was, Wheels were turning already. It's when great. You said yeah. Okay. Totally, totally. Tell me. I don't remember. I just know I was Simon Cowell. <laughs> well, you were like, that would be like, oh, but she's so nice. We should hire her. Da, da, da. And then I'm on the, it was like an angel on your shoulder and Lucifer on your shoulder. So Cal Val. And she would even wear white. And I would, and then finally I won you over, and that's when we were ringside. That's when we were drinking, drunk, and we were drinking the vodka. It was really water, but we were yes. drinking it. Yeah, so I won you over. So, um, it, the American Idol auditions, you were kind of being a. Can, can we cuss on here? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you were kind of being a cunt because at that point I was winning you over, and I'm right. like, "Ready? Who are these bitches? Take a shot!" And Val's going, "You're right." Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay, um, cool. We we but we had two angels at one point because Becky was was dressed like an angel too, and I don't know why she was. Um, yeah, I don't. I who who the hell knows? But anyway, yeah, we did I'm it. Sorry. We did American Idol, and the gr- the right. microphone was a huge dildo. Black. Yes. <laughs> and like this long, like wait, like that long. Yeah. Balls that you held on to. <laughs> that was the microphone, and the okay. girl. We we were making we were making them sing for some reason, which had nothing to do with wrestling. Um, well, and American Idol, I know, but it was it was so stupid. And this one girl, <laughs> this one girl comes out, and she she was foreign, but she she kept claiming she was from Hawaii, but she sounded like she was from like another country, and her boobs were so big that they <laughs> literally would give her black eyes. They were huge, and her name was. Um, 
What was her name? Are you gonna I want to. Uh, I'm gonna do. Let Hawaii. me do. It. Let me do it with it. Okay, go ahead. They're like they were like this. They were like boo boo boo. When she comes in, boo 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 boop with the big with black tail. They're like this. She goes, "Hello, my name is Hawaii Five Hole." Hawaii Five Hole. No, no, you gotta let me finish. My name is Hawaii Five Hole from Hawaii. Right. That right. That's what you I was the kicker. Oh, I just I just made myself pop so hard I popped my yes. thing. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that we did. Um there we was one... do like 20 takes of that, did we not? Because we we did a lot, but I don't it was hilarious. I, I don't know if they all aired, but it was so fun. The um, why did did well, well she was because she was so over. Um <laughs> and then yeah, so then they had me pretending I was a drunk, and I literally had to carry a vodka bottle everywhere. And the 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 guy McCartney McCarthy was the one. Uh, remember the guy McCarthy, uh, the guy with the short black hair. I used to fight with him, but then I became really good friends with him later. Um, he says to me, "You're going to do a promo, and you're going to snort cocaine." And I was like, oh what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, your character's so crazy. Now you're into cocaine. So I walk into this room. They put a whole thing of baby powder on this platform. It was and a they're mountain. Like, they, yes, it, it was, was like the whole bottle. Six inches high of just a mountain of this. Powder. And, on a and, mirror, on a big mirror tile. Remember? And Remember? Yeah. And they're like, you you need to pretend to snort it. And I was like, dude, this is not like it's bad enough. I'm carrying a vodka bottle. Now you want me to snort cocaine? And, and the they're vodka like, just was... it was a fat fat bottle. And they're like, just yeah. stick your face in it. So I stick my face in it. I come up. I have powder all over my face, and I'm I'm trying to cut the serious promo. And it was ridiculous. This is the kind of bullshit that we did, but it was so ridiculous that it was fun. Um, Towards the end, they put me in charge. And so I was hiring people. I was writing right, right. all the scripts. Rightly so, because you did it better. That's why they knew to put you in charge, because you would book the whole show, and it would make sense for once. And, well, you do, know. You do you come. remember what I booked? I had all the porno girls come to the ring, and I didn't even tell them they were going to do this. And I looked up current affairs and what was going on in the world. And I made our ring announcer ask them questions. And the one girl goes, what the fuck is this bullshit? She got so mad because she didn't know any of the answers. It was just hilarious. It was, it was so probably like the, um, what was that? Was Miss Universe or Miss U uh, USA where she was doing yes. an interview and she's like, they answer and, the questions. Well, and also, and um, also, and. It was yeah, the funniest thing. Know. It was so fun. But, but we had, we the, had. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. No, no Chuji, it's your show. No, go please. You. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm thinking of funny things. Well, because one? since we were still saying that, then I had to like pull it back a little bit to to something that is very dear to my heart. <laughs> that oh, ended, up, ended up in WEW, but I don't yes. know if y'all know this, anybody who listens to the Queen, but um, we have been. She's probably been. My best friend. Oh, don't cry. I told you you're not allowed to cry today. Don't cry. No, for the longest. And I was so honored. I was in her wedding. 
I was in the Queen of Extreme Wedding, and it was me, <laughs> and it was Cindy Bobcat, and it was Amy Lee, and Franny chose these motherfucking puke green. <laughs> I didn't choose them. <laughs> I did not. First of all, no, you bite your lip. They were not ugly dresses. Come on. All. Oh, no, the dress wasn't ugly. No, the dress was beautiful. And, just the color. And it wasn't puke green. I'm just it was not puke green. Because I oh, love you, the old married couple. My, my sister and my nieces chose it. I didn't choose it. I let them pick oh, it. Oh, that's where who I got heat with then. Because <laughs> we Whatever. No, because me and Cindy and, Lynn, and Amy were like, Can't hear. There we go. Okay. You're back. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Mine like um, fell out of my ears, and then I had to hit some. You're fine. You're on here. Stop touching it. You're good. (laughs) Touch your face. (laughs) Um, Wash your hands. I thought Um, those dresses were pretty. No, the dresses were beautiful. The design, the style. It yeah. was the color and and the <laughs> now the whole layout of the wedding and the color scheme of the wedding, it was beautiful. It was just for some reason the bridesmaids, the the color of the green was just kind of like a little off. And you even admitted it. You were just like, yeah, they kind of are a little bit. I did off-ing. not. I loved them. I love the. I love oh. green. Well, that's whenever we said we want to have a bridesmaids match. You were like, okay. Oh well, yeah. Because what are you going <laughs> to use the dresses for? Oh, I thought it was you were like it didn't turn out quite the right color I wanted. No, I I loved them. I well, the- I loved them. Just that color for my skin tone wasn't right for me. See, you know the, what I mean? The day that we went to shop, Cindy and Shannon don't live where we live, so the only person that could come was Amy, and then I had my family, my nieces, my sisters. They were in the wedding party, so right. they didn't. They didn't have a say because they weren't there. So that's what happened with that. But then they see it and they don't like it. But too bad. You, you <laughs> no, I, it. if it would have been no, but if, if it would have been if it would have been just a color that would have you know I'm a winter, and if I wear Jesus, a color like well, that, it makes it really my funny. next wedding. I will can con- no, uh, you're never going to get married again. I, I I'll I'm let you know beforehand. No, Franny, Franny. <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood. So yes. I thought the reason Fine. why we were doing it was because A, when we were going to wear them again, and B, you were like, oh, it no. wasn't quite the right. So it was just we weren't going to wear them again. No, where so, are you going to wear it to? A, amen. And so I didn't mean to <laughs> say anything bad about the color. So I suggested was, a bridesmaids it the, match. It was, it was the commentary. In WEW, a bridesmaid. In yeah. WEW, okay. we were going to have a bridesmaid where, match where they I, had to get stripped. So if the right. dresses were ripped. The, I, that's where I got the idea about, they were like, what about that color green? Da-da. That's where I got that idea from. Yeah, that's so Basically, we decided to do a bridesmaid's match, and uh-huh. it was an Amy Lee. Like, she had her dress on, but she didn't have it zipped up, and she had, like, her leather and it yeah. underneath. Yeah. And we'd, like, get it off of her. And then I'm watching it. haven't seen it in years. And then I go to Cindy Bobcat. I mean, she's not even really fighting. She's, like, helping me. She's like, okay, get it off this arm. Well, get see, the, off, but the premise of the match was Fonzie took over my spot as GM. And he yes. made me a referee. 
that was what happened. So now I'm a referee and Fonzie was pissed he wasn't invited to my wedding. So he said, I'm going to get all of your friends to fight each other in the ring. And that's why the bridesmaids match happened because Fonzie was in charge now. So I had to get my job back from Fonzie, but I was a referee at this point. So the four of us are in the ring. I like it. It's the most ridiculous (laughs) match in the world. Amy would not go down to a bra and underwear. And I don't blame her. If you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable. Me neither because of the other thing that happened. So when I'm watching it back, I'm like, I won. I won. Oh, my God. But, I, like I said, again, I didn't mean to insult the color. Being <laughs> in the wedding no, being in the <laughs> wedding was the ultimate honor. <laughs> and it was such a beautiful wedding. It was a fun day. We all, we all, we all went down. And uh, Franny is just... Um, a very spiritual person and was a Catholic wedding. Oh, I had to heal them in the church. (laughs) Well, I was going to tell that. Go ahead. You want me to tell? I won't tell it. You want me to? you tell it. I already got myself in trouble because I thought you didn't like the dresses, but it was accommodated. You tell it. But you know, I love you. I would never. Tell it. I tell it. So it's me, Bobcat, and and Cindy. I mean. And my family. Bobcat and Cindy. And we're the bridesmaids, so we're like this. And we have our little bouquets in, in our the church. beautiful church. green bridesmaids gown. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up about the color. And I don't curse much on this show, but you're making <laughs> me do it. Shut up. Just tell oh the story. Oh, my you ears. See, you see how we're old married couple? <laughs> so it was such a beautiful hymn. And we were looking at Joe <laughs> up there in the church. And we just had to. And we were swaying. It was a beautiful hymn. And this is what we got from Franny. I'm on the altar. <laughs> oh, I'm up sitting there on the stage. I'm on the altar and I'm, and I'm, and I'm watching. And they start dancing and they have their bouquets. And the bouquets start swaying. And oh they're swaying. Now, nobody's doing this but the three morons in the front row. And I shot them a look, and all of them just went like this at one, at one point. We were scared. We were trying I was to like, stop her at her own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and she so didn't. Just like she won't do in real life, or if she performs, <laughs> she she just... I won't sell. And we're I couldn't. <laughs> and I'm looking at them, and then I look at my priest, and he's like he's like doing his thing, you know? And I just, I just shot them a look, and they just... Like got like statues, and like my my sisters are looking at them. My niece is like, "What the hell are they doing?" And I was just like, "Dude, I don't even know." In your they got speeches and big deal. Yes, and then so they all cut promos on my wedding video. Oh come on, talk about something else besides that one. No, it's great. Everybody's talking about Keenan. No, let's just talk about the no. The promo is great, and everybody's so drunk. And so Shannon gets up there and she's got the mic and she's profess- professing her love to us and how much she loves me. And she hates kids, but she'll watch my kids because <laughs> it's me. Your kids are my kids. They're my, I'm the aunt. They, I love your kids. Like, wait, the, ho- the whole time she's got the promo, she's doing this. <laughs> like she a- had no control over her one eye. And like- it was fluttering and she blinked the whole time and so i started calling her blinky because i'm like what are you doing i think I she was that was the one for you she was so drunk cindy was so drunk 
that one of my family members went into the bathroom and she was standing there naked with no clothes. <laughs> now I didn't do that. Come on now. I mean, I know not, I love Cindy. It was I Cindy. Blinky, I think that because there was a light on the camera. I thought about this since then. No, I, I don't know about that. You your, your, your videographer for your wedding. I think there was a light and I'm like, I love you, Granny. No one else blinked. Was I slurring? It was just oh, yeah. it was a blinky. No, you slurred. You were drunk. Oh. It was fun. Well, this was probably like hour three into her reception. It was it was it was a I blamed Tommy. She made me do shots. Tammy. Everybody was <laughs> everybody was loaded. It was great. It was a good time. Um Do you have any other fun stories that people might not know of? Well, you know. You know. You know. They don't know, but you know. Well, we won't tell that story. Okay. I, I don't know, and I'm sitting in here and shaking. I want to hear, but. People are. You people guys can move on. Listen, they're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, yeah, so the first time I ever met her was at Dusty's. I came. Um, I came with somebody. Won't talk about who oh, was. Oh, um, old acquaintance. Yeah. And uh, she was there and she was so cute. And she walked over to me and just started doing this. And I was like, <laughs> I said, oh, get, no. up, get up, peasant. You're fine. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I said, oh, nice to meet you. We hugged. We took a picture. Um, and then I, I don't think we, we talked after that much. But then when I worked for TNA, Shannon was there. And with our... Uh, nine person battle royal they it was a 10 person but there was only nine of us lingerie <laughs> lingerie lingerie it does not none of you is going oh my to God. my lingerie <laughs> she has been for years none of you doing this impression impression of me from the promo that i cut that day so, so finally i got so pissed at her and this is years later and i said go listen to it again do I sound like that? So she puts it on. And she goes, no, you don't sound like that. Where did I get it from? I said, you're just an idiot. That's why making fun of me with an accent that I do not have. My best friend just called me an idiot. I mean, yes. Well, I love you, but you were an idiot. But that was that was so fun working and that's where we like kind of reconnected. And I think we we exchanged numbers then and, and we've been talking ever since. Right. We actually exchanged because um, back then we exchanged numbers, but we exchanged emails and we oh. well, we're both on the TNA thing. We'll see you there. Da, da, da. Okay. And then after that, we were like, we started working we, closer. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there's there's a positive thing that came out of my time there um, with that battle <laughs> royal. That is with those dreadlocks. God, I love oh. them. They just the dead dreadlocks didn't work for him. I love but Ed, and all guy. he did, all he, all he kept doing was feeling me up because Jerry Jarrett thought that would pop the crowd. So for three weeks straight, I got to be felt up by Ed Ferreira, and <laughs> I, I love you, Ed, but it didn't add much the first time for shock value. Okay, but then the next two people were like, "What the hell is going on?" You know, <sighs> remember, pretend to give him a blowjob in the aisle. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> is this real life? Like, this is How ridiculous. About you just suck it. Like, 
And then I take off his belt and then I start whipping him with the belt. And he's selling like crazy, like a floppy fish. Oh, it's just, you have to, we have to watch this stuff. We have yeah. to watch the Battle Royal one. We would sit there and watch like that. And then how they kept announcing 10 women lingerie Battle Royal. And, and there was nine of us. And watch every time we'd be like, we'd be in the line waiting to come out. And they, they and introduced us the And we'd all laugh amongst ourselves. But the, then... No, God, oh, my God. <laughs> this is pay-per-view. No, 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 but then then me, uh, me and Franny, we just hang out, man. We just watch it. And we were watching, um, it was um, XPW, and it was Chris uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chatty, Chatty. It was Hooventude, though, cutting the promo. Juice, they just, I am the juiciest juice in all the building. And I think, oh I, my God. I think I almost peed my pants that night laughing with you. That's, a, that's another promo we need to watch. Yeah. It, it, there's so much goodness the out there. The juice. Yeah. And Chris was just like, I don't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> he didn't even, he was just like going through the Gopa fish and he's like, I don't just don't even know what's going to oh, happen. So much good yeah. stuff. So much good stuff. Um, that's and the one thing I miss. Like I miss um, our girl nights with WEW because it was always a huge slumber party. The, big, the bed picture. Yes, we took we took so many cool pictures, and like a lot of the girls, part of their pay would be a bottle of something. <laughs> you know, I um, was big that big ball of gray goose. There you go. And a lot of you know, you had to tell. I always wanted money. I never wanted alcohol, but. Um, we and we would be in our pajamas and we would walk to the nearest liquor store in our pajamas, get our liquor, come back to the hotel and have a huge party. And it was just some of my fondest memories in this business are of being with you girls in WCW. Like I, I mean WWEW, WCW, WEW. Uh, I loved every minute of it. It was just the best time ever. So I miss the camaraderie that we used to have, and I miss seeing everybody. Um, Cause a lot of the girls I didn't keep in touch with um, and you see them now and then on social media, but God, we had such good times. And there were so many people. If you look back that actually, you know, worked there that you think about. That came like, through, wow. yeah. mm-hmm. And then the, the thing was from the beginning, um, I was always, I always had that digital camera with the, just, you know, the flash that you could charge. And yep. so everyone, we, we'd all get our rooms and I'd call Franny and it usually be me, Franny, Cindy, Bobcat if we didn't fight over her and then there was a room to kind of party in, which was, I mean, we just would get some ice, make some cocktails and then just all play some music and all just hang out so in a room. And then everybody would pile on the bed and we'd take a picture and it was just, and you know, whatever I got, like, it was like community, you know, to be like, let me, you know, right. 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 It, like I mean, dare I say family? But I mean, we yeah, you we guys were my there. sisters. It was, I mean, when Les just tried to run out in the street in her underwear, you know, we were like, no, let's just. Sorry, honey, can't do that. <laughs> How about when um, oh God, what was her name? She tried to jump off the balcony because she was doing mushrooms. Don't say her name, but do you remember that she comes run? This girl comes in my room, butt naked, on mushrooms. And we had sliding glass doors and she opens and she's like, I'm jumping out the window. And we literally are holding this girl back. She was excited about it. Remember? Yeah. It wasn't like she was sad and like, oh, I'm in it. it was like, right. Oh. So it was even harder to tuck her down. 
Yeah, because I don't oh, think she was oh. trying to like kill herself per se. Whoa. She just thought it would be a cool spot to do, which we weren't even. It was after the show was over, so I don't know what the hell she was thinking. But um, she was butt naked, and we're just holding her. <laughs> She's like, "I did mushrooms, yay!" <laughs> Yeah, you missed all the fun, Chad. You I know did. I did from afar. Yeah. From afar, it was uh, there was a lot going on, but um, oh I could God. I could sit here for five hours and tell more stories. We're gonna have to have you back. Well, because, I'd, love uh, do, I'd love to do episode two, and maybe um, if the fans have any um, questions, mm-hmm. um, I'd love to uh, plug uh, Franny's Patreon. Well, let's uh, plug your yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, tell well, us about well, tell well, us well, about this well, great well. shirt. Well, I I'd like to, but I'd also like to plug your Patreon and maybe. Well, we like, we do it already. We we we've done do, that. Um, well, I was saying, me and you could do like an exclusive something for Patreon. Oh yeah, okay. Or maybe we talk about more inside jokes, like you know. We could do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but I want to say, bless you, bless you for wearing my shirt. Thank yes, so much. I love this shirt. Um, my dear friend Aaron Garcia. He did. He do, um. He donated. He designed. Um. And you can hear. I think Franny, my voice is permanently like this now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about eight octaves lower since when I met you. So yeah. Um, um. Aaron designed the shirt that I had that had the ice cream cone, and it would say ice cream. And people are like, "What does her shirt say? Ice cream?" And he'd be like, "Ice cream. Ice cream." The and he designed like Night of the Living Daff, um, you know, right. a bunch of them. And I told him, I was like, this one's really, really important to me because of coming out of the closet, talking about being bipolar and all, all the trials and tribulations. Wait a minute. Like when you say coming out of the closet, make sure people understand what you're talking about. Coming out of the closet with actually having a mental illness and people because, I'm yes, bipolar. Because the next thing knew. you're going to hear is... Daphne comes out as a lesbian, so I'm. I want to make sure we're not going to release that statement. <laughs> that I'm going to tell them that they are um, big dummies, and they just need to listen to the whole thing and look at at, at Franny's shirt because I actually became vocal and, and came out about having a mental illness because there is the stigma attached, which says it right on your shirt, and the stigma, you know, everything. Wait, wait, wait. And it was just. There we go. You know, it's hard to get a job when you go, yo, I'm bipolar and I don't know how dependable I'll be able to be. Yeah. Don't let your illness define you. Your strength and your courage does, you know. And and so it was all these things. And and I um, I contacted my friend and he's the one that came up with the nurse design. The nurse Mm -hmm. nurse staff says and he sent me the design. I'm like, yo, man, you you knocked it out of the park. Right. And I, you know, I. All of my logical family, which is you, and I'm not going to say, but your significant other and your beautiful chillins um, are all my logical family and Mm -hmm. all the people I sent them to because y'all are all that have helped me when my mental illness has been such a struggle, Mm -hmm. especially you from the very, you knew me before I was sick. Right. And so you know the real me, and you've seen me struggle. This is, but this is the real you. Don't don't say it. I don't like when you do it like that. I don't like when you word it like that. You're you, despite how you were twenty years ago or how you are now. I loved you then. I love you now. You're you, 
and that's all you have to think about, right? You're the best. <laughs> you know, you're going to make me cry. And I don't want to cry because I like my makeup today. Um, I wore makeup in the first time for a year. For I know. And you I already look, said you that, beautiful. but I just got to. You look beautiful. Let's buy your shirt. Where can we, where can we buy merch? Where can we see you, talk to you, tell the fans? Okay. So uh, whenever I reach, whenever um, we um, tweet about um, the podcast, this podcast, for Vinnie Rue in the Vinnie Rue brand. Shout out Vinnie Rue. <laughs> and um, he's so nice. I love yep. him. And yep. um, so we will, uh, I can put a, my pro wrestling tea store, which is where you have it. You know, it's just Daphne or whatever. If you put in the um, code scream, you get 10% off all my shirts. There you go. Then my Perfect. Etsy store, like what you have, there's a link in my Instagram, but I'm going to try to put it in a more convenient place. And if you click on that, it automatically gives you 10% off. But wh what is the handle for your Instagram, your Twitter? Tell these people if they don't know where to find you. All my Instagram, my Twitter, my Snapchat, everything is screen queen deaf. There you go. I got the sniffles now because I got teared up. No, um, no, you're fine. Everything's screen queen deaf. Um, okay. If you go to the Instagram, there's the link in the bio to that. And then, you know, pro wrestling tees. So, okay. You know. Good. Well, this, is, this isn't the last time we're going to see you. It took me forever to get you to frig on. But <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I told her I'm not wearing your shirt until you come on the show. So I wore it today because she came on the show. Um, I thank you for coming on. I thank you for your friendship. You're like a sister to me and you know, I love you very much. So, and I'm thank proud you of you. Me. You've come so far. So, um, thank you for your you know. patience. <laughs> oh baby. Don't cry. Don't cry. Okay. Look at me. Look at me. I love you. Okay. I love you too. And I will check in on you as I always do. But try to have a nice weekend. Do something fun. I know you're not going anywhere. She's like me. She's scared to death to walk outside. So just do something for yourself indoors. And um, have a good weekend. Be happy. I love you so much, friend. <laughs> I love you too, baby. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Chad. I'm sorry. Hey, no, it's fine. I just like being a fly on the wall. What, what an honor for me to be with a scream queen and a queen of extreme. <laughs> I, I'm the peasant here. I'm just, uh, I'm happy we were able to get you on and uh, have some fun. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was fun talking about all that stuff. We'll do it again. All right. Think of more stories and we'll have you back on. <laughs> yeah. More funny stories. Exactly. All right, all right. babe. I'll call you soon. Yeah. I love you. Right. Love you too. Bye, babe. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com.